0: Governor Page joins us now on The Breakfast Club on a Tuesday morning. Nice. How's, uh, how's the new puppy? Puppy doing oh all right? Oh, my
1: God. He's a great little puppy. Good. He Good. thinks he's a big dog. <laughs> they all seem to think they're big dogs. Yeah. That's usually how it works, isn't it? <laughs> oh, he's a great... I, I, I will tell you, this, this dog uh, had to have been lost or, or run away because he's very, very well trained.
0: Wow, that's well. That's it's it's really good that that he got over to you. Now, does this mean May third is going to be considered the new veto day? Because that's, right. that's that's when you going to be them? the veto day. We'll, we'll the-
1: have them all <laughs> tell them to get them down to me by by May third, and we'll get them a little wagon and we'll tie them to it and have them go up in the elevator and bring them up.
0: That'd be a good way to do it. That'd be a good way to do it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Governor LePage joins us now here on the Z. You know, Governor, last week, uh, Lewiston, Senator, we have uh, Senator Brakey and Senator Libby on, you know, once a month. And, and they come in and, and they go over both sides of everything and what have you. And uh, Senator Libby came in uh, for his monthly visit last week. He talked about the welfare reform bill. I know Senator Brakey came in and talked about that today as well. There was a lot of work on both sides that went into that. Can you talk about the process of getting a bill like this signed by you and... How important it is to, to Mainers to get this done because they've spoken out at the polls for the last couple of election cycles that they wanted welfare reform and they're finally going to get some.
1: Right. This has started about uh, 2011 when I became governor. I've been working on it for five years. Uh, I don't know how Mr. Uh, Senate, Senator Libby got involved because he's never talked to me about it and Senator Brakey did ask me a couple of questions over the course of the last four years. But I will tell you this, in all fairness to everybody, uh, this was done by my town halls. It's the people of the state of Maine who demanded this. And for four years, we've gotten itsy-bitsy pieces every year. But this year, uh, they must have looked at the polls because the Democrats caved in and got it done. And, and frankly, if you look at the polls, it polls at above, above 80%. So they had no choice but to do it, and to say that he worked hard on it. Wow! I'll leave it to the main people to decide.
0: <laughs> that, you know, it, that, it's funny that you know you mentioned that because it does happen quite a bit. You know, there, we all talk about we have to go across the aisle and stuff like that. Is sometimes is it, is it really that we have to come across the aisle, or is it that okay? We've had two election cycles now, and we really got to change this because the main people want it. Is that really what Let it? Let me tell you It had
1: nothing to do with coming across the aisle. The Democrats have have done everything possible over the last five years to not give me any wins. They, I'm, I'm telling you, and it's not the Democrats, I shouldn't say Democrats, because it's unfair, it's the progressive leadership. And it's been, uh, I'm sure that you've seen what's happened in the state. <clears throat> they have not put up one ounce of effort to work with us or to do anything. Uh, they have been just no, 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 no. And they and they keep accusing me of uh, <clears throat> vetoing a lot of bills. Uh, it, it they just make it nearly impossible. I have still waiting. I am still waiting for the first question I ever asked the Speaker of the House in January of 2013, and he told me, "I'll get back to you." And that's the exact same answer he gives me every single time, and I've yet to get an answer.
0: So no, nobody's gotten back is what you're saying. That's, that's that a good point. That is exactly
1: correct. Yeah. It's just what you what you hear in the public and what happens under this dome are two totally different things.
0: You know, I've had a lot of folks in the studio uh, from the Department of Unemployment, from the Career Center, and they all tell me and they all tell the listeners all the time about how Maine needs to attract more workers. And I know you've advocated a lot of things to make Maine more attractive to veterans in particular. What else needs to be done to get folks like veterans, quality folks like that?
1: Like this year, we've done a great thing. I think uh, we've got a bill. We had two bills passed. One, to give kids that go to U, uh, schools in Maine, uh, interest-free loans, and then we've passed a bill that, say, if the employer or is involved in paying the loans back or if the student pays the loan back himself, they get a dollar-for-dollar dollar refund on their income tax. That's a big, big move. It's the only one nationally that's doing this, so I think that's going to help. But the bottom line is this. Whether you bring in new workers or new companies, investment capital goes where it's welcome and stays where it's appreciated as long as the mentality of the legislature is anti-business anti-good jobs then we have no no shot and what i mean by that is the natural resource council of maine has voted down every good job opportunity that we've had since i've been governor they've stopped mining up north they're fighting the paper industry all the time Every time we want to lower the cost of uh, electricity, they're up there going against it. When we tried to help poor Mainers to get uh, a more efficient heating systems, they fought that. They are just the antichrist of this state.
0: You know, when, when you originally made the decision to run for governor and then you ran for reelection. I mean, especially when you first, first ran... Did you realize how much your life was going to change? I mean, you adopt a dog now, and there's, there's a thing going on about it. Like,
1: yeah, do you, I know. Do you... We've had five dogs. Right. <laughs> in fact, it, every time I, you know, this is what I say about, uh, if you run for governor to be loved, by a dog. So between my daughter and I, we have four dogs. Right. <laughs> there's a lot of love there, which is always <laughs> good. <laughs> no, I will tell you, uh, in all fairness, I ran for governor because of my economic and financial background, and I knew, and I did a lot of workouts and turnarounds in the consulting world, and so I knew I had the right skill set to change the financial, you know, the financial uh, direction the state was going in. Uh, What I did not expect is that after five and a half years of being a governor, that the print press has has me as one hundred percent wrong on every single thing I've ever done. And that I did not expect.
0: Is there one bill, if you could pick just one, that you're most proud of signing into law since being elected? There
1: are two, actually. And one is paying the hospitals, and the other one is the is most recent bill on the jail in Windham. The new jail is going to be, mo- it's, it's essentially a drug treatment and mental health institute for people with forensic backgrounds. So I think for once, finally, we're going to deal with the forensic population in the state and try to stop the recidivism of, uh, of prisoners. And then we're also going to deal with women's uh, health and uh, geriatrics in our jail. So I'm very, very proud of that. Paying the hospitals, I think, was a, was a, a no-brainer, but it had to be done.
0: It really did, and it was, it was a great creative way that you actually came up to do that, too. It was uh, well done on that. And, and, and a lot of folks, I, I think, forget about how big a deal that was because all I ever heard was hospitals aren't being paid, hospitals aren't being paid, and that directly affected this economy for quite some time.
1: Yeah, it did. It, it, it affected the economy. It affected the pay of people in the medical uh, industry. It affected vacations. People lost vacations. People were, you know, it was just a horrible, horrible thing. And the other thing it did is it affected the quality of care in rural areas.
0: Speaking with Governor Paul LePage, his first visit to the Breakfast Club. Governor, thank you very much for making time today. I know you're a busy man. Um, next time you come down here, you, you're welcome in the studio. I just want to pre-warn you, we don't have any actual breakfast here for the Breakfast Club. So, oh, you, know, you
1: don't have a yeah, breakfast? Yeah, i got to bring it in. I, it's very, I, I'll it's go, very, go to the Italian bakery and bring in a few donuts.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm down for that. That works for me. Governor, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. Very good.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.